0: Welcome everybody, another episode of Rowan Real Estate. Today we got Cass Phillips in the front seat. In the back we got Erica Bogadin and Steve Buglione. I'm Levin Wood and today is just general real estate talk because we've got four different people with four different stages of their career. I've been licensed for 13 years. Cass is in his first year, Erica's going on her third and Steve Buglione's going on his fifth. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? awesome like right? yeah what's going on today steve um what's not going on today you have a busy day <laughs>
1: yeah i'm uh, just doing a little um oh gosh i don't know i
0: uh, trying to buy a house with work and all that. oh you're buying your second house already second house how old are yeah, you 28 everybody steve buglione 28 years old <laughs> buying a second house <laughs> that's how good real estate is no that's, okay. <laughs> that's amazing um, yeah. and today's generally just quite Real estate and what these guys might have for me, or me for them. So, open it up, guys. Hey, Earl. any questions? What's going on? It sounded like you had one uh, cu- ready. Custom, what it sounded like you had one ready? Well, I got one just because I wa- I don't know all
1: of, all of this, but I want to know like your story of how you got into real estate and why,
0: and why you stuck with it. Um. Well, I got into it because I think like everybody in this car I thought it would be easy, and <laughs> and I'd make a lot of money. Uh, and we do, um, and it is easy in some way, but no, I, I, started racing motorcycles way back and I was working in a kitchen as a chef and it was hard to leave work on Thursdays and not come back till Monday Yeah, in a kitchen. So I just, I was thinking like, what can I do? What can I do? And it just popped into my head one day to sell houses cause they're the most expensive thing. Yeah. And why not sell the most expensive thing? <laughs> so that's how I, I got into it. I just, it just hit me one day like a bolt of lightning. Um gas station that I was at in Clarkston with my mom but but I stayed in it because it's, it's man it's the best thing ever and uh, I'm glad you guys are in it too you know I love you all of course cats my cousin Erica my fiance Steve my boy um, but I stayed in it because it's just been great and it's not really a job for me anymore it's me hanging out with you guys it's me hanging out with clients it's just me helping people buy and sell houses um, that's the short 30 second version I got a follow-up question to that that's right mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, what would be like the <clears throat> number one thing you didn't anticipate? I guess it could be a good or a bad thing. That when you got into real estate, you found
0: out was true, but you didn't know? Um, well, I didn't know how hard it was going to be. Because in my mind, I just, you know, this was 20 years ago, well, 13 years ago. Um, in my simple mind, I was just thinking, well, if I could sell $100,000 house a month, I can make $30,000 a year. Well, I could yeah. sell a house a month, right? You know? right? I didn't anticipate how hard it would be to find that house a month in the beginning. Because yeah. um, if I was out there looking for it, well, there was 5,000 other people out there looking for it, too. Right. And I didn't realize, like, oh, it's going to take a lot of work. Or not work, but it's going to take a lot of connections and a lot of getting up you and know, talking to people to find that one house a month. Yeah. So that that really was was my gut check, was, oh, it's not going to fall into my lap just because I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Is there anything that you uh, didn't, anticipate. didn't anticipate
1: or surprise you? Well, I would echo a lot of the same things. Um, I guess I didn't really realize how competitive it was. Like, there's so you go into all well, this, when you're up against three, four, five, sometimes more other agents. Um, even on the buyer's side, you meet people for the first time and they've already been through several different agents before. So you're always trying to find ways to differentiate yourself and grow. And figure mm-hmm. out how to get better mm-hmm. um, to put yourself ahead of everybody else especially now when the market's really good I feel like we're getting flooded with so many agents people that want
0: to get involved oh yeah we've got I mean just this just this month before the month's end we're gonna have three new licensed people join us like brand brand new yeah wow so it's definitely people are getting into it yeah. um, I
1: mean, I no, no, that was really it. I mean, there's a, there's always a lot of little things. It seems like every deal is different. Right. You always think of, there's always something new to, something will come up on an appraisal
2: or inspection that you didn't know before that you got to um, get on Google and figure
0: out how this works or how that works. So it's always like a learning experience. And like you said that the competition thing is absolutely yeah. true. Um, and something I just heard earlier this week that somebody's doing, which I think we should all do too, is anytime I meet a buyer or a seller, I give them an information pack mm-hmm. and it's just the process, it's the forms, it's a little bit about me. Um, something I'm going to add to that now is a mission statement mm-hmm. for me personally, not for the company. Of, Here's my mission to help you. Here's mm-hmm. my standards so that everybody I meet gets that too. Mm-hmm. So they, they're hopefully getting a snapshot of me off that first meeting that the competition isn't giving, Mm
2: -hmm. mission statements. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, Levin, like talking back to like when you first started and I know Steve mentioned it too as well as, you know, things that you you did to differentiate yourself. What were some of those things like back, you know, earlier in your career when you're a lot, you know, less than where you are now? To
0: to differentiate myself, uh, the first thing it is was I showed up at the office every day. Uh, 8 a.m. I was there. And I would stay till 8 p.m. if I didn't have anything else to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I was showing houses, I went there, of course. If I was networking, I wasn't there. But if I wasn't doing anything, I was in the office every day just brainstorming. What can I do? Who can I call? What you know? How can I get business? Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody else was doing that. So that was the first thing. And then um, dress for success. Mm-hmm. About a year into it, I met somebody who got me some help with my wardrobe Mm -hmm. and started wearing suits, looking the part, and I was only 25 when I got licensed, so I wasn't old. And just dressing up and wearing that suit gave me the confidence to, to, you know, be a better salesperson. And then also they had more confidence in me, me showing up in a suit, looking like a professional. Uh, So showing up every day and just being there taking it as a career and then dressing well. Intentionally to get that respect, mm-hmm. Erica. Yeah, you're about three years in now. What have you done to differentiate yourself?
3: Well, I, I do the same thing. I'm in the office every single morning. Whether I used I used to do all mornings like nine to twelve, but now it's like I make an effort to be in that office every day and call anybody I possibly can every day, and I feel like that's what's made me different in comparison to everyone else, cause I've always been in the office and you go in the office and sometimes people, they're not working, they're just sitting there, they're playing around, they're not actually like trying to find business or talk to people, they're just like literally sitting there talking about who knows what and I would always just go off in my own room and just call as many people as I can, text as many people as I can, I don't care how random it is, I, I've always just kept pushing for the next person and that's really,
0: what's led me to where I'm at now. And you're doing amazing. Like, two million last month? Yeah. In a month? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I know. I'm always the quiet
3: one in the back of
0: the car, but... No, knocked out two million last month. That was amazing. It was
3: nine pendings at once. That was the most I ever did. Two of them I knew were going to fall apart, but...
0: When
2: you have that much business circulating around you how are some of the ways that you know you handle that business and manage your time with all that going on
3: i'd say organization because once you're organized then you i mean I, I use google calendar it's so easy and it's just like okay this is what i can do today i try to plan stuff so if i'm in an area i'll try to do everything else in that area while i'm there and just really organization because if you're not organized then you're just a a mess
1: mm-hmm. yeah no it yeah, it easy huge.
3: like I didn't need a transaction coordinator I didn't need anyone there to like help me like turn in my stuff or do anything you know and obviously I work with you and Darren mm-hmm. so you know we help each other with like inspections and Absolutely. you know all that but other than that it's really organization and that's really it with prospecting and people It's organizing you know when you have to follow up with someone If someone call me Friday call them Friday at 4 p.m like you told them you were like <laughs> don't call them at 8 pm Or 8 a.m. Saturday morning, like, hey, like, you know, it's like commitment. You tell these people you're going to help them. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah.
0: And if you don't do it, don't ever say you're too busy. Yeah. (laughs) you're just
3: telling them how unimportant they are. It's really about organization at the end of the day. It's about persistence, follow up, and it's also about just like keep trying, not even just the persistence. Because some people, they'll call someone one or two times. They're like, hey, I'm looking at my house. You don't reach them. And then you, Try to talk to them again, and then you lose them, and then yeah. people like me get off. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like, heard, <laughs> I heard a, <laughs> Take that
1: low hanging fruit from
0: Yeah, like you're <laughs> not, gonna not, them, not gonna follow up with
3: them, follow with
0: It's not that low, she works. Oh, I know. You know it, 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 yeah. it takes work, because I, I heard something recently, it was like the average contact, like a sales contact, the lead. You've got to call them five or six times yeah. before you can get an appointment with them or before they'll commit to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the people that only call these you know once or twice or wait a day to call or call later than they say. It's like if you're calling when you say you will and you're following up, you're gonna get the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys using calendars too? Google calendar, yeah. yeah. I'm very I only started doing
1: that like two years ago. But now it's like when cell phones were invented. You look back and go, how did we not have
0: cell like how did life, how did the world go around? I can't imagine not having a calendar. No. I, there be, There's so many people that don't. Like, most yeah. people don't. That's why I even asked you guys. Most people don't use them. Nah, I couldn't do it without a calendar. Yeah. I don't know what's so coming up on the day or on the week, so I can schedule everything else around it. Yeah, it makes it so much more efficient.
1: And you realize how much, even in the book we just read, um, the, the, where you figure out how much free time you actually have when you break down. If you if you go through and itemize each thing you're doing, mm-hmm. you'll realize how much free space you actually have, and you can figure out how you want to
0: use that free space. What okay. book are you talking about? Byproduct. Oh, by Ian. Yeah. Ian Pruckner. Yeah. Byproduct. Great book. <laughs> yeah. Cass is reading it now. I've read so. it. Steve's read it. I Great. did that. Wait
1: till you get to that part. I'm like, wow, I had 34 hours. Like, what, where did that 34 hours go? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: It's wild. <laughs> yeah. So you can't ever say
2: you don't have time to do what you want to do. You, you got no, the time.
0: There's always
3: the time. time.
2: I think it's a, like a stress reliever when you use calendar too because you can sort of see everything that you have and you know, like you said, be able to plan around that and it just sort of, to me, it's just peace of mind, you know, being able to see what you have in front of you and, You know, the free time that you do have. Right. It also helps with your confidence.
3: Like, let's say you have a full calendar next week, but you can easily pull it up on your phone and someone, you're trying to set an appointment. You're not like, let me check my calendar real quick. You know, well, you're like, let me get back to you. You're like, okay, this is what I have available.
1: Way back at this time, and you don't, that, that's a big stain on your.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't even let that happen. Every time I tell someone, I'm like, Are you available at four o'clock this afternoon to talk? I call them, like, right on the
1: Expecting with the um, calling Fitzbells expired, but even going to their homes directly. Mm-hmm. A lot of clients that I think-
0: That's a good
1: one. But, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. It's like like the bat signal
0: for Steve (laughs) Buglioni. I saw
1: that giant red FSBO sign. I figured I might as well stop. I was on the way to the grocery store, but I I saw that you needed help, so here's the (laughs) car. My family can wait. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) And, you you know, this is uh, not a jab at you, but you're, you're, you're a much better dresser than you used to be. Oh, gosh. And like, I
1: still don't really know what I'm doing. And you're doing your but,
0: hair now. Well, that that's an interesting you know, story. Like, is, that, yeah. is that help with your confidence? And what it do you, does. What do you mean that's an interesting story? Well, it wasn't
1: It was <laughs> it wasn't my doing. I was super lazy about it when I first started. But it was. I have to give a lot of credit to Ryan because he pushed me in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so did you about dressing the right way. Um, but Ryan, so me and him and Nick went out, was it two years ago now? And they're like, alright, we're just gonna buy a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> so that's what we did. We just went out to the mall, <laughs> bought, bought a few suits and shirts and all that stuff, and uh and I had to get a haircut. Did they make too. you get your haircut too? They did, they made me get a haircut. Did they did take you law? for that? I used to just buzz it. Uh, uh, he just
0: joined it just like me.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um but Well nothing, but I tried You're to let it grow. Yeah. Young. yeah. It didn't it doesn't look like levy. His his works mine didn't really work that good. It's because there's so many that goes on there. <laughs> yeah, they maybe get. Yeah, that was actually more recent than I care about. But uh, yeah, it, it well definitely does help your confidence a lot because yeah. you
0: like may actually feel like professional now. And you've been upgrading your wardrobe too, Erica. I've noticed that. Yeah. Does that help with your confidence?
3: Yeah. Well, I also had to upgrade too because I lost some weight, so Ooh. I needed some stuff that fit. <laughs> <sighs> But no, it definitely helps with your confidence. When you look good, you feel good, and you make more money.
0: So, can you feel good, play good? Oh, good. yeah oh, gosh. yeah baseball thing yeah. <laughs> that's right Is i it? think that's every sport at least anyways like anytime i would do anything with sports or racing like if i had a new suit mm-hmm, i yeah. was faster mm-hmm. right i just had that like little bit of look at me and my new clean yeah. suit or new I think bike goes
3: with everything in life really because even when i was a bartender if i went to like work like just out of bed i was like a cranky girl all day because i just knew i looked like garbage and then if i like came in there with my hair done and makeup on Like, I felt good, and Mm -hmm. I I would make people more happy, and then I'd get better tips. Like, it works that way.
0: How's our softball team doing? Two in a row last week. Two wins?
1: Yeah, so we had double headers every night. Okay. And then uh, one, it wasn't looking great the first couple weeks, but they bumped us down where we belong in the lower division.
0: (laughs) Oh, they bumped (laughs) us back down? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I didn't know that. And then we we dominated. (laughs) Are you on the team? I'm not, no. What the? I'm not on the team. No. That's a travesty. What's, who's talking to me about being a sub, too, as well? Uh, I think Jeff was about being a sub. You're coming there. This you're coming tomorrow. Is that when practices are? No, There's no practice. It's nope. just games.
1: Just games. You don't practice for a six mile an hour slow pitch. You That's just get true. up there and hack That's it. That's true.
0: How do you miss the ball? <laughs> you don't. Then how do we lose?
1: Uh, we well, just hit I... it at the other team a lot. <laughs> 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 hit it where they are. Isn't there four outfielders, too? And then we don't field it when they hit it at us. <laughs> <laughs> See, isn't there four outfielders, too? yeah 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 four outfielders and everything else is the same but you got to do you get so it's co-ed so you got to do two in the infield so like you know two like a guy girl shortstop third so, so you
0: got to like alternate yeah yeah is there have we had any home runs yet uh
1: one anderson hit one he came in so nice yeah
0: how are you doing okay are you doing better <laughs> than the rest Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I expect you to be fucking <laughs> just hitting that ball out of the park.
3: Did you used
0: to play? Uh, a little bit, like, yeah. You played in, played in college, right? Yeah. Western? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: so you should be a professional.
0: You would think. That's what they think
1: that I'm supposed to do, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then I don't do it. That's why I'm almost scared to go out there. Right? Like, yeah, I'm gonna. everyone's going to have these expectations, and you go out there and miss the right? like, right? six miles Kink. per hour softball. I won't yeah. even I'll break myself.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, questions for. Um, trying to think, what else I was gonna ask? Do you do you like being a broker more than being an agent,
0: or is that like a diff- what are the responses? How is that different? Um, I like them, you know, both for different reasons. I still like, you know, dealing with, you know, people on the sales side, yeah. listing and selling. That's that's fun for me. It's usually enjoyable. Um, the broker side is. Uh, it's just totally different, it, it's, it's rewarding in a different way, because it's, you know, Steve, you don't call me when you have a good day, you know, um, you call me when you have a problem. Yeah. So, you know, that part's not the best, but it's still rewarding, like, to be able to help all you guys um, with my experience and, and get you, you know, moving forward. So I like them both. The, the sales side's more fun, listing and, and buying it. so it's a lot more fun yeah. for me. But it is rewarding to have you guys underneath me knowing that like I'm part of your, your future and your success. Um, I like them both, but the broker is just usually not the fun stuff. Yeah, it's, it's usually the problems or the people aren't getting along. Uh, and I'll say it's always, almost always, communication between the two sides. Um, and I won't even say the buyer and seller because there's agents in between them. Usually when I have to get involved is because the agents can't get along. They uh, start swinging their, you know, you know, whats at each other, or yeah peeing on each other, trying to be the bigger person. Um, but I, you know, I definitely love being a broker. I, I imagine I'll be doing this the rest of my life, same with you know, real estate. Do yeah. you think you want to be a broker someday? I thought about it, but I'm not sure. Just for
1: that exact reason, <laughs> you know, it's uh there's. I like the, the more the personal part, like mm-hmm. actually working directly with the people to buy and sell. Mm-hmm. Um, overseeing and management, I don't know if that would be as good of a fit. Um,
0: but I don't know, I guess you don't know until you try. Yeah, right? I and mean, it's like as you get more experience, you have more confidence to be that leader too. Yeah. Because you know, you've had the experiences and how many deals have I had fall apart? Probably more than all of you guys have closed like, it's not just because, it's like, it's yeah. just the numbers, and like, once you go through that, it's just like sports, you know, yeah. you get better by getting beat up, yeah. um, and I've been beat up quite a bit, so, but, but you'll yeah. be in the same way, too, you know, yeah. you're, you're learning experiences, and every deal you do is hopefully a little bit easier, yeah. you know, you got more, more experience behind you, I think it'd be a great broker, Steve, Thank you, I appreciate that. It. Um, You're It'd be a too. really funny one.
1: It'd <laughs> be an interesting company, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Everything's kind of- just
3: interesting here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what kind of did you have that company? I'm just kidding. But that'd be fun. I think it'd be, yeah, who knows? I guess you never know down the road. Some things can change your mind are
0: Well, for me, it was it was just a natural progression, and it might be with you too or anybody yeah. else because it was just like, well, I've had all this experience, I've got all this knowledge. Why don't I, you know, yeah. start sharing it and growing a company, uh, yeah, and then building business? So it just
2: happens really naturally.
0: It fits. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself doing anything, Cass?
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, you know, down the road, especially getting in, you know, to real estate so young, is I want to take advantage of that and gain. Much experience as I can over the next uh, few years, and then hopefully you know be able to get to that point where you know after a certain amount of time um, and gained of knowledge, then you know get to where Levin's at, and um, I can definitely see myself uh, you know being a broker in the future, I'm doing that. How old are you? I'm 20. Oh my gosh! Uh, 20. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine this guy in 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's gonna be driving around in a spaceship, doing <laughs> yeah, flying. Yeah, yeah selling, selling houses on the moon, that's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh flying real estate jetpack? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Erica? What's uh, your long term?
3: Well, I, I kind of like doing what I'm doing, and I'm not just doing, you know, everything independently by myself. I'm helping people that are getting into it, mm-hmm. kind of training them, helping them at least like make money in the meantime, so that way they can at least make money on their way to becoming the independent person that they can do it themselves
0: so you're already coaching and training yeah and I'm already
3: coaching training kind of doing more of the accountability thing calling them seeing what they're doing making sure they're on top sometimes I like wait to do certain things until I'm around them so that way they can watch me do it and learn and
0: something, I'm like, oh, I should be doing this different, because I'll find those spots where I'm not doing it as efficiently as I can or as good as I can, because I'm just in my routine of knocking stuff out, but when I go to show somebody how to do it, I'll catch myself like, oh, well, this would be better to do it this way, or this would be quicker or more efficient, and that I haven't thought of, because now I'm thinking, like, how can I teach them the best way, and scrutinizing the way I do things when I teach them, definitely you know, the process, all yeah, and then just kind of
3: learning off of each other, too, because like you do some things totally opposite of the way I do things, mm-hmm. and like the, I'm sure you do these things your own way, and you, you'll find your own way, but you just have to get like the basic understanding of what you're doing. And then once you have the confidence for what you're doing, then it's kind of like just be yourself, and there's no better way to do anything than to just be yourself because that's what mm-hmm. I've always worked for me. Like, I used to be scared to send someone in a smiley face right? and now I'm like emoji,
0: emoji, emoji, emoji I <laughs> no, was the same way uh, like, oh, I want them to think I'm professional yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and then it's like oh, Eleven's just a dry asshole yeah. right. you know, um, so now I, I, I use them way more than I probably should, that was you a know a dry asshole <laughs> that, that was
3: like amazing
1: well they want to know you're a real
0: person right. That's I mean. and a robot, not like yeah. a
3: script that you learn for six months straight and then you're just trying to like be that script it's
0: like nobody wants that
3: and I've learned like everything got way better for me once I was like you know what I'm gonna actually show my tattoos at my appointment I'm just gonna be me and make money right. and like people love it
1: you'll never be a good copy of somebody
3: else yeah yeah that? no that's good yeah
0: that's a good one, heard that one. you're the best steve buglione i've ever met hey man you're the best loving wood i've ever met i hope so <laughs> <laughs> you are know, the best, you're
1: best dry
3: like a, asshole i've ever met too <laughs> you don't need to keep throwing that around
1: <laughs> the fourth best i'm, cast I'm cast
3: not first. gonna forget that one i'm not gonna
1: forget that one i've met a few good cast phillips yeah i've uh, met, met a lot of good ericas too yeah you're only about 10 through 11 on that
0: list Hey! I'm, I'm, wow.
1: I'm just kidding. No, you're the best, Erica Bogdan I've ever met. Well,
0: that's, Only for I think a that's while. the uh, the great message then of this episode is like we've all had success being ourselves. Yeah. Um, and gone through that where we've tried to be the professional. Well, we're all professionals, of course. But you know, the the stereotypical um, professional. And we've all realized that being ourselves and having a good time is really what brings the success, and it makes it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Anything yes, else uh, you guys would like to add on that note? Best version of yourself, right? Everybody have a different
1: little version, mm-hmm. right? The little kinks and uh. The-
3: Just don't talk to me when I'm hungry, and <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not good. No. <laughs> All right, on that note, Steve's little kink and Eric is hangry. We're going to wrap this up. (laughs) Thank you all again. Hope to see you next time. Rolling real estate. Bye-bye. See you later. See you later.